Welcome to the Equip and Encourage Podcast. My heart and prayer is to be an encouragement to you in your pursuit of Jesus and to equip you in the advancement of His kingdom. If you'd like to connect with me further, head on over to my website at pastorjoshleadership.com. All right, guys. Well, hey, welcome to season four of the Equip and Encourage podcast. I'm so glad that you have taken some time to let me get in on your week. I'm hoping to encourage you and equip you in your pursuit of Jesus and the advancement of his kingdom. It's my heart, my pleasure, my joy just to jump in on here every week uh, during this season just to encourage you, uh, to help you with some things. I am this season going to take uh, some issues and dig a little deeper into some, maybe have a little bit more difficult conversations with you guys, focus a little bit more on the equipping and just really wanting to do some things this season that will cause you to think a little deeper about a few things. Hey, if you can do a couple of things for me, rate the podcast wherever you listen. I'm not sure how the Spotify works with rating and things, but I do know where I listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. I know you're able to rate and review podcasts. So if you could do me a huge favor and go in and do that, once we get these videos on YouTube, if you can go in and like those, share these things, let me know that it's being a source of encouragement to you. And that will encourage me to keep doing this every single week. Man, we've had a lot going on in our life over the past couple of months. We've uh, recently taken a role over a, a mission missions organization called Transform Haiti. I'm excited to share some of the things that are happening with that with you this season. Super pumped about it. And uh, I think it'll be some things that you'll be interested in. And I'll be sharing some more about that. Hopefully a couple of weeks, I'm going to try to come live from Haiti uh, here in two weeks when uh, Leslie and I will be over there. So super pumped about that. Well, hey, we're going to jump into this week's equipping session. So I read a book over this summer called, here it is, When God Becomes Real by Brian Johnson. Now, most of you know Brian Johnson, maybe his dad, uh, Bill Johnson out in Bethel. Uh, Brian Johnson is the leader of Bethel Music. And one of the things I liked about this book, uh, not so much just about the behind the scenes of kind of the Bethel music thing, but just his story and just dealing with anxiety and some depression and things like that. I went through my own battle a couple years ago. I think I've shared on the podcast about that in the past, but Brian really gets real with this book. It's just incredible. I think if you struggle with some of those issues with anxiety or depression, I think it'd be a great book uh, for you to pick up. It's a short read. It's a lot of story, just a great, great read. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I breezed through it. I want to say in about 10 days, maybe a little less than that. I'm, I'm kind of an avid reader. I try to read about 20 books a year, but this has by far been one of my favorite books that I've read this year. It's written in story mode. It's just really uh, very relatable and connectable as uh, Brian shares the story. Again, When God Becomes Real by Brian Johnson. You can pick it up on Amazon or wherever it is that you buy books. Well, hey, let's jump into this week's Encouragement, the first encouragement of season four. I want to talk for just a few moments about being led by the Spirit. 
Uh, that is something that we talk a lot. I'm a charismatic. I run in charismatic circles, not charismania circles, but charismatic circles. We believe in the spirit-filled life. We believe the fullness of the spirit for our life. And we want to pursue life in the spirit. We want to be led by the spirit. Now, a lot of times when people say being led by the spirit, they they automatically get a little bit spooky and people kind of use that. But really being led by the spirit is normal for every single Christian. If you're a follower of Christ, if you belong to Jesus, then you are called to live a life that's being led by the spirit. And there's two passages I want to share from today. One in Romans chapter eight and the other in Galatians chapter five. These are kind of like the go-to passages when we're talking about life in the spirit. Romans chapter eight, Probably the my one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. I would I'd venture to say it's the best chapter in the whole Bible, um, if if there is such a thing. But uh, I would encourage you to get into Romans eight. I always call it the Victory Discourse. It's a great book to get into for just self encouragement to read to stay uh, uh, encouraged in in uh, in life in the Spirit. And so get in on Romans chapter eight. And this is what it says, verse five, I'm going to read five through nine. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature or the flesh or the carnal nature, think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, think about things that please the spirit. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about how can I be pleased? How can I be happy? Or are you thinking about how can the Holy Spirit be pleased? How can I please the Spirit in my life? You know that we actually have the power to quench the Holy Spirit. So I would encourage you, don't don't try to just, you know, kind of keep the, the Holy Spirit quiet or just keep the Holy Spirit satisfied, but really try to honor the Holy Spirit in your life. No, don't try to honor your own emotions and your own feelings and and the, and the and your flesh and your personality and make justifications for the way that you are. Aim to live a life that pleases the Spirit. And this is what he says. So letting the sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the spirit controls your mind, control your mind leads to life and peace. You know, we live in a culture that really preaches a lot of, hey, you need to take care of yourself or you need to be more self-aware. You need to be self-focused. And what we found is that we are living in a culture that is that is more uh, self-destructive than any other culture we've ever seen. It seems like the more that we focus on ourselves, the more things that we're dealing with, like anxiety and things like suicide and all these issues seem to be on the rise. Well, scripture is telling us that we don't have more life and peace by focusing on ourselves. We have more life and peace by focusing on the spirit. So it's letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So you want to have more peace? Stop being so self-focused and start being more spirit focused for the sinful nature is always hostile to God. Now you might not think of hostility in a, in a sense of being angry at God, but but sometimes our sinful nature, when we get in the in the flesh, if you will, we are, we are always trying to justify ourselves. We're trying to kind of push back against what the Holy Spirit once. And it says, those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. Now that's crazy. Those that are controlled by thinking about themselves all the time, that are always so self-aware and self-focused, those people cannot please God. Did you know you can't please God and please you at the same time? This is what he's teaching us right here. Um, where, where are we at? All right. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never obeys God's laws and never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature cannot please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. No, 
No, you're not. You're not a sinner anymore. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. You're not controlled by that old nature anymore. You are a new creation. You are now a spirit-led being. No wonder that you're so frustrated all the time. It's because you're trying to act outside of your nature if you are a follower of Christ. So giving into that nature actually causes more conflict than it does peace. This is what we're seeing here. You are controlled by the spirit if you have the spirit of God living in you. Do you have the spirit of God living in you? If you do, then you are called, you're provoked, you're encouraged in scripture to live according to the spirit. And remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. One more passage, Galatians chapter five, verse, uh, I want to say it's 15, 16 through 17. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature always wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite. Oh, I love this. The the spirit nature gives us desires which are opposite to what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly, and here it is again, that hostility, constantly fighting each other so that you're not free to carry out your good intentions. So so many times we have good intentions in our lives and those things are not carried out. Why? Because we're so focused on ourselves, We're so self-aware. We're so caught up in self-care, but we're not focused on the spirit of God. The, the, the real result, listen, if you want real self-care, then what you need to do is go after the spirit. You need to be pursuing the Holy Spirit in your life, and you'll start seeing that you see more life, that you start seeing more peace. So if you want peace in your life, it will be come out of the fruit of the spirit, which is peace. You want more joy, joy in your life, then that should come out of the fruit of the spirit in your life. And this is what happens naturally when we're more focused on Jesus, when we're more focused on the Holy Spirit being pleased and honored in our life, we start to see the fruit flow from our life and it's not so forced. Let me give you a couple more thoughts is this. Some, I've heard people before say that they felt God told them to do something that wasn't really in line with the Spirit. Maybe it didn't carry the character of, of Christ, or it was something that was contrary to what we see in Galatians about the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter tw- uh, 5, verse 22 and 23 talks about the fruit of the Spirit. This is what he says, uh, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our life, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness and self-control. So basically what that's saying is that if if it doesn't look like self-control, then it's not the Holy Spirit moving in your life. If it doesn't look like love in your life, if it doesn't look patient, then the Holy Spirit at that moment when you're being impatient is not in control. Your carnality is in control. So if you're continually losing your patience, what you need is you need to be more aware and more led by the Holy Spirit. And this is also the measure on which we know how the Holy Spirit is leading us. Does it look like this? Is it gentle? If it's mean-spirited, listen, if it's mean-spirited, no matter what kind of language you put on it, if it's mean-spirited, it's not being led by the Holy Spirit. It's being led by your flesh. It's being led by condemnation. If you're putting things on people out of meanness, then you're not being led by the Spirit. You're actually being led by the flesh. Um, So just two points, really. Number one is this, aim to look and function like Jesus. You want to be led by the Spirit? You want to please God? 
then just try to be like Jesus. Just aim to look like Jesus. When we talk about looking, aiming to look like Jesus, is it's kind of like you're shooting an arrow, right? You're, you're aiming. You're aiming to shoot. And just understand this, that when you're shooting, you might not always hit the bullseye, but you'll get closer if you're aiming at the bullseye than if you're just shooting in the air and just kind of going by, you know, whatever you feel today or however your emotions are, just aim, just aim. And then ask God for his grace to help you nail it, help you to look like Jesus today in this moment. So aim to function like Jesus, again, less self-aware and more Christ aware, less self-focused and more Christ focused. And second is this, aim to bear fruit in yourself, not force fruit in others. Isn't that our tendency? Sometimes we tell people, listen, this is the kind of fruit you need to have in your life. This is the, and we get mean spirited like that. Listen, aim to bear fruit in yourself, not force fruit from others. So what I'm trying to do is, listen, I'm just trying to allow the fruit of the Spirit happen in my life, and I'm not so caught up with your fruit. I'm not so caught up in everybody else's fruit and what they're doing and how they're, where they're at and, and how they're living and so focused on that. Listen, when we're in relationship or in connection with people, we're called to that. We're called to sharpen one another. But if I'm so aware of everybody else's fruit and I'm not aware of the Spirit's work in my life, that I can very easily get in to the flesh. Again, I'm not always going to nail it, but I'm always shooting at the right place. And some days I'm going to do better than others. But the, the important thing is, is that I'm aiming to look like Christ. Well, hey, that's my encouragement to you today. Pray, pray, ask God to give you a spirit of gentleness. Ask God to give you a spirit of meekness, of tenderness uh, towards him that you become dependent upon the Holy Spirit. Make sure that you're praying in the spirit every day, that you're spending time with the Lord, that when you're driving around, that you're not just focused on all the things that you got to do that day, but really be aware of the Lord. And I believe that you'll see more of the fruit in your life. You'll be more led by the Holy Spirit in your life. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope to see you some more this season. And I will talk to you guys next week.